You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. Welcome to Angelscapes with host Nancy Smith, your direct connection to finding your soul's power and wisdom. Join Nancy, Akashic Medium, in this interactive show to explore tools and steps you can take to create peace, calm, and confidence in your life. So now, please welcome the host of Angelscapes, Nancy Smith. Did you know that your pet actually picked you? and that your pet has a purpose for being with you. Animals can make a tremendous effort to find us and stay with us for the purpose that they intended. And when it's time, they move on. So let's talk about how we can honor our pet's journey in life. They are more than just our property. Hello, this is Angelscapes, and I'm your host, Nancy Smith. Today I'm here with Ginger Hendry, an animal communicator. She's been on before, and we had a blast last time, and you're going to love what we're going to talk about today. She's going to talk more about the secrets that animals have to tell us. So a little bit about Ginger. She's always been very passionate about animals. In fact, um, that's how she recognized her intuitive gifts by her ability to connect with the animals. She's had a corporate sales role for over 20 years before kind of leaving it and going on to her real calling, which is animal communication, among thing, among other things. <laughs> and so welcome, Ginger. It's so cool to have thank you here. Thank you. Today. Thank you. I'm thrilled because, you know, this is my favorite topic of all time. <laughs> Um, it is a passion for me, and um, I'm thrilled to be here. Good, good. Oh, my gosh. I, I was writing it up today, and um, we were talking about it a little bit last night, and I thought, you know, soul purpose, it's animals, too. So talk to me um, about that a little bit. Well, I, I think everybody, um, you know, who has an animal loves their animal. Um, and there is probably an understanding that it may not have been random that they came into their life. Um, but I think that the more animal communication in particular has evolved, I think we have figured out that animals do come in, not randomly to our lives. They come in specifically, um, and they come in to help us and work with us really, um, to be the best us that we can be. And they do it in all different kinds of ways, which we can talk about, but the, um, the ability for them to choose us, the ability or thought that they do choose us, I think is the coolest um, thing of all. Now, yeah, for me, yeah. I left corporate, uh, yep, as yep. you mentioned, and I, I went from there to, I started a pet sitting company because when I figured, what, what do I really love? What lights me up? And it was animals. And so I started that. That is where I noticed my intuitive uh, gifts opening up. But um, I had so many experiences with animals and in coming into people's lives in different ways. And people would say, you know, oh, I, I didn't even, I, you know, didn't even like cats. 
and I found this cat and the cat wouldn't leave. And, you know, there's all these kind of funny stories or, you know, my husband loved dogs and I really didn't, but he talked me into it and I got this dog and now I adore this dog and there's um, all kinds of stories about it. And I noticed it because I did rescue foster care and uh, rescue for many years. Um, And it was so funny because I used to think, like, I would get an animal in. I did dogs. I would get a a dog in. And I would assess the dog. And in my head, I would think, this is what I need. And I, I, whatever I needed. And I'll give you one example. I had a beautiful, huge hound that came up from the south. And in my head, I thought, this would be great for a young couple, especially if they like to run. If they had some opening, you know, in their schedules, they weren't like a nine to five. I, um, you know, if they lived in the country, I mean, honestly, I thought this whole thing and I go through the applications and found that exact couple. Um, And it happened to me over and over again. And I used to think before I was really doing communication as a thing, I thought, wow, you know, how funny is that, that I would think of this and then I would find it. And it wasn't until I really started talking to the animals that I realized I was just a tool <laughs> that they were using. Um, that, you know what I mean? Yeah, that uh, I was medium. Just, You're a medium. Just, oh, they were using. Yeah. yeah. A medium, yeah. <laughs> um, that is so, so. Really and truly. <clears throat> so, so how yeah. do you tell, how can you tell... If your pet was random or if your pet was really there for you um, and that there was a purpose, like what are some of the signs? I would say, honestly, honestly, every animal that you have in your life is not random. So any animal that's in your life is there to work with you. And I'll I'll give you some examples, but I think, you know, a good uh, way to think of it is, let's say I am. Um, driven to have a cat. I want a cat so bad. I love cats. I love cats. Maybe the other people in my house, you know, they like cats, but whatever. And I find this animal that comes into me in whatever way it is. And the cat comes in for a reason. There's a reason mm-hmm. that the animal comes in. We can talk about lessons. Um, but yes. they want to work with me or in us for us to be the best that we can be. Um, but they work with everybody in the house or in the household or in their range in all different ways. And it's all about getting us to be more aware of things that we may need to shift or change um, within ourselves that maybe, maybe we recognize, maybe we don't. And an animal will do things in a certain way to get us to respond to make a change. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll give you one example that I can think of quickly. And um, I did this is a long time customer of mine that I've had. And she called because she has four cats and a dog. And one of the younger female cats started to pee outside the box. Mm-hmm. So typically, she did what you would do. She took the cat to the vet because you want to make sure that's not common behavior, um, that there is no illness. And there was not an illness. So she said, can you connect with the cat? I connect with the cat, and the cat gives me this feeling of being really annoyed um, and just annoyed. He, she said to me, he is not listening to me no matter what I do. I can't seem to get through to him. And I'm asking the cat who, because she has two male cats, of both of which I know, and she's not telling me who the cat is. Um, and I tell my client, and we, we go through all these different questions asking her, but she's just adamant, you know, unless he stops listening to me, and that's what I'm doing. And until he stops listening, I, this is what I'm going to do. And so we finished the reading. That was part of the reading, but we finished the reading. 
And I said to her, listen, tell me if you can figure out which of the cats, um, because we made that assumption that it was a cat, then call me and let me know. So about a week later, she texted me and she said, look, I didn't want to say this on the phone, but when you describe that feeling of annoyance and those things that you were saying that, that my cat was saying, that's how I felt. The day I was talking to you, that's how I felt. And it wasn't mm. with my cat, it was with my husband. <laughs> and I <laughs> oh, had no. asked him to do some things. Yes, and she said he wouldn't. He kept saying he was going to do it, and he, and he didn't. And I was just so annoyed. And so she said, I thought about it. She can, not confronted her husband, but she talked to her husband. He did what it was that he said he was going to do, and she stopped peeing outside the box. Um, and no since way. then, I have heard from her. Yeah, she said uh, the same thing had happened weeks later. And she said, but this time, I knew. And so I went right to my husband and said, look, you know, I, and she never told me what the, what the deal she needed him to do. But <laughs> the cat was saying, look, you need to stand up for yourself. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So it was a lesson. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. That is quite the lesson. So I love this. I love this. Um, the idea of. Sometimes I, my, I've been wondering about this for a while. My daughter keeps telling me about this cat that actually that came, and um, to the door came to the door, and she says, "Why is this kind of?" I think it was a black cat, and then she started giving it little tidbits and feeding it, and then, and then about a few weeks later, another cat came in. Can you feed me? Can you feed me? And the cats started to fight with each other. And I'm like, what is going on? She's asked me, Mom, what do you think is going on? I had no idea. But um, there was clearly they were saying something and they were wanting to be fed. One was aggressive and one was very timid. And uh, I wonder what that was talking about to her and her family. But um, well, it may be something you will without me connecting with her, but it may be something that your daughter might need to work on. And that might be boundaries or it might be being um, sterner, you know, with what she will allow, what she won't allow, because that's the kind of thing they do. I mean, typically an animal works with us in in different ways. One of the ways that we talk about is mirroring. So they may show you what's going on with Uh, you. They're exhibiting the same behavior. Let's um, come in yeah. show us. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to come back and show us that. So we got to take a little quick break. I, I always do this okay. awkwardly. But um, I want to talk about mirroring when we come back. So I, Ginger Hendry is on with me right now. You can look her up at gingerhendry.com. She offers 15, 30, and 55-minute animal communication sessions via phone or Zoom. Um, so definitely look her up at gingerhendry.com. And this is Angelscapes. I'm your host, Nancy Smith. We'll be right back. If you seek a courageous advocate, prepare to champion your rights with consumer service agencies that support aging populations. Carol Ann Hamilton is the one for you. Carol Ann is an elder care coach, author, and speaker with a quarter million hours lived experience successfully supporting unculpable aging parents. As a result of a challenging journey, Carol Ann revolutionizes how stressed out caregivers restore serenity to their worlds. She also brings over 25 years of change management expertise in Fortune 500 settings to catalyze urgent transformation within the elder care industry. Carol Ann is a popular speaker at conferences across North America. She has appeared via TV, radio, and print globally. Now you can tune in weekly to get a dose of her inspiration plus down-to-earth advice to cope with even the most difficult aging parents. Listen Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Bold Brave Media and TuneIn Radio. 
And welcome back. This is Angelscapes, and I'm your host, Nancy Smith. I wanted to encourage you guys to call in with any questions you may have about animal communication for your pets or anything along those lines for Ginger, 866-451-1451. So we're here with Ginger Henry, and talk to me more about this um, mirroring that you um, animals can give to us. Well, I'll tell you a funny story. Um, it, this is a, coming from an animal communication student that I had um, a couple of years ago. And she posted in the Facebook group that we belong in, and she was laughing sort of at herself. So she has a cat, and the cat was starting to exhibit, like, um, throwing up, spitting up um, mm-hmm. all over the place. She had taken to the, taken to the cat, taking the cat to the vet a couple few times, and there was no issue with the cat at all. And it was driving her crazy. Should I change food? Should I do what? Is the cat upset? And, and she's an animal communicator. And it didn't dawn on her until the same kind of thing was going on with her. And she is um, a vegan and she's gluten sensitive. And she had been eating like vegan junk food essentially because she didn't feel like cooking real food. Um, mm-hmm. And she had let a little bit of gluten back into her diet and she was feeling really lousy. And so she changed her diet, and as she changed her diet, the cat stopped spitting up. No Um, And she finally made the connection, okay, when I'm eating well, my cat is okay. When I'm not eating well, then I have an issue. So now I can look to the mirror. Uh, The same way in that last example that I gave you with the cat peeing outside the box, I said to my client, well, now you know, if you find her peeing outside the box, what is it that you're not getting? What is it that you need to do for yourself to um, sort of stand in your own power, I guess, um, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, set your expectations and expect that they'd be met? Um, whatever that lesson is, look to her and she's going to help you with that. So um, oh it's a really gosh. cool way. They're so connected yeah. to us. It's so crazy. So I have a question. Yeah. Um, I think I might have talked about this the last show. The, the animals sometimes it's time for them to go. You know, I, and maybe yeah. they're old and it's time they're passing over. But, I mean, sometimes it's really actually time for them to go. I so went through a divorce a couple of years ago, and, and I and I got the dog, and we, I moved to a small condo from a very large yard with electric fence, and she had the free range, and, you know, was and then now she couldn't go even go out. I couldn't let her out at all. And she was very, very unhappy. And uh, I was visiting my sister on long weekends, and um, she took to this yard and she took to my sister and her daughter and absolutely adored it there and I had to let her go and it was it was yeah. broke my heart she is doing so well and and she's my sister's best friend so I just wanted to talk to you about it was time for her to leave me and go elsewhere you know what I mean she let me know so yeah exactly it's it's the kind of thing that, um, thank God that you notice that, Nancy, because a lot of times people would hang on to that animal feeling like they are failing that animal or they should do something differently. And, and that animal clearly was telling you that it was time to go because uh, it appears that, that that animal was meant to work with your sister and be whatever it is that, that she's doing with your sister. And it is difficult. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. Well, we call um, her the divorce I, I, dog well, because she was with me during my divorce, and then she went over to live with my sister. My sister's going through a divorce right now. She just calms yep. her right down. Yeah, right? And uh, so yeah. I, do, I do miss her. I kind of got tearful the other day. But um, 
and I and I said I I, went, I was thinking to myself I wonder if she's gonna like move on again but um she's almost 14 years old so I was kind of wondering maybe we'll see we'll see but she's she's so happy she really really is so how can we recognize go ahead I think exactly what you said is how we recognize and it and it really means having an open heart and an open mind and recognizing where the animal feels the best as well so if we know that I mean you saw that that she was happy with your sister and you acknowledge that. And even though it was sad for you, it was something that this animal really wanted to do and that your sister needed and needs probably now. Um, And and that's how they tell us. Sometimes it's in a behavior problem. Um, I might have a client that comes in. I I had one recently and she actually had raised this dog from um, a puppy. And I want to say the dog is maybe nine now. And he's not that friendly to her. And she mm. takes him to a, a house, daycare, and he loves the people at this house, and they love him. And he actually has, you know, she acknowledged this probably a year ago when I first talked to her, but she didn't want to let him go, even though the people said that they would take him. She felt guilty. She's been, like, turning herself inside out to mm. make this dog happy in some way. And now the dog, well, this is over now because I believe the couple does have him, but the dog became aggressive Ooh. and showing teeth. At, at her and so had she listened maybe like you did it may not have gotten to that point um but and, and here's the, the thing that this couple love this dog and want to take him she's in a transition period it's been very difficult for her to care for him but she felt compelled to do you know what i mean like just tied yeah. emotionally um yeah. to him and after we talked and the dog said it's time this is where i want to be you have your own thing happening i've done my basically my thing with you and there were great things coming. She's on a really good path. Um, so I said, do you, you need to let go of the guilt because this is what the animal is driving. So yeah, yeah, thankful yeah, you did wow. that. Yeah. Well, what are some of the lessons that our pets can give to us, for instance? Comfort well, is one thing that, say, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, the, some of the other things that, that we might find is, you know, when we say these um behavior issues, the, the lesson is it's time for you, this lesson in particular was it's time for you to do you alone. Mm-hmm. You know, you need this time to sort of get your feet. And she had a whole, it was a real reason why, why that was happening. And it was, and it was tough for her to really put her attention on herself mm-hmm. um, the yeah. way that she should. And thankfully she is um, doing well, she that, is but there are so many, yeah, so many lessons. I did one yesterday. It was for a friend. And she has a huge dog, very, very laid back guy. And she has um, uh, two little dogs and a cat. And the cat has been running the roost forever. And out of the blue, the cat kind of torches the dog. And I, I mean that in a funny way, like not maybe letting a dog pass. Um, you know, showing like giving the dog a stink eye. So the dog's like, I'm not, I'm not going to go near you. And they have been thinking this is very funny. And it has been very funny. Um, but she has sort of stepped out. She has something else going on. She's building a business and she hasn't been as engaged. And a couple of days ago, the cat did the same thing and the big dog had had enough and he snapped at the cat, which he is not hidden by nature. He's not like that. And I think he clipped just a teeny tiny little piece of fur, which he did not mean to do. Um, Mm. but his thing was, look, you are, um, out of the house more than you should be. 
and there's no real rules of engagement that are happening in the house right now. She's sort of detached and sort of um, like ADHD kind of thing going on. Um, and you need to be more present. And, and he said, I don't, I don't want to do that. That's not in his nature to have to do that. She's the one who typically does that, um, uh. sort of runs things and is engaged in the house and, and that kind of thing. And, and she actually is an animal communicator. And she said, you know, I thought that. But sometimes you need another person um, oh on the gosh. outside to take a look. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah totally. You, yeah, you always need one animal communicator to another. So we're going to um, go on a break. I hope. Oh, I love these stories. Keep them coming. So we're with uh, Ginger <laughs> Henry. This is Nancy Smith um, with on the Angels Cave Show. And I just want to remind you guys that we are um, on um, BBM Global Network, boldbravemedia.com. And you can find these shows on iHeartRadio, any place that had podcasts. Just look up Angelscapes. You can hear past um, shows. And if you want to hear this show again, um, please do so. Remember, Ginger. Hendry.com. You can also contact Ginger ghendry2017 at gmail.com. And I want to talk about the psychic wise when we come back. That is an awesome podcast. So yep. uh, we'll, we'll be right back. Dr. R.C. will share extraordinary resources and services that promote educational success as well as making a difference in the lives of all social workers as well as the lives of children, adolescents, and teens of today. She will have open discussions addressing many of the issues that we face about our youth and how being employed in the uniquely skilled profession of social work for over 18 years has taught invaluable lessons through her personal experiences. She will also provide real-life facts, examples, and personal stories that will confirm that why serving as a child advocate is extremely beneficial when addressing the needs of the whole child. Listen live Saturdays, 10 a.m. Eastern on the BBM Global Network and tune in radio as Dr. R.C. will provide thought-provoking information that will empower, encourage, and strengthen students, families, and communities across our nation. You can also visit her at soarwithkatie.com. Global Glory, that's the work of Dr. Marina McLean, COO of Global Glory, whose calling is to serve God. A first-generation British-born Londoner of Jamaican descent, Dr. McLean inherited the hunger for the Word from her father, who was a Bible teacher. Growing up, her home was filled with missionaries from the Caribbean islands and America, and she travels the world preaching the gospel. She has a Bachelor of Arts degree in theology and an honorary doctorate of divinity and Christian counseling from France. International Christian University. Dr. McLean is also a songwriter and recording artist, and her songs are written during summits and conferences in the presence of God. She's recorded three worship albums to date and is in ministry for 28 years alongside her husband, Dr. Rennie McLean, who shares her passion. Visit www.globalglory.org or on Facebook at Global Glory. Call 866-244-5679 and feel the glory. Hello, this is Angelscapes. I'm your host, Nancy Smith. Welcome back to our show. We're with Ginger Henry. We're talking about animal communication. I think we might veer off a little bit, but we left off with some great stories about animals and their lessons. And what, you, what else do you have up your sleeve there? This is um, really interesting stuff. Well, uh, two things I kind of wanted to talk about. One is back on the um, behavior and, and, and um, how an animal might be working with us, because this one comes up. And it's not an easy one necessarily, but sometimes an animal has an illness and that's driving our behavior. 
Um, the illness is real, but it is still driving out behavior. And I'll give you an example of um, when I was going, learning animal communication, um, a fellow student of mine, we were sharing readings, and I connected to her dog, and her dog had had some illness. As it turned out, he had a lot of illness after that period. And we were looking at why did the animal come into her life? The whole time, pretty much, she's had him. He's had, uh, he had Lyme disease really mm. seriously, and it just wow. affected everything for a long time. But the bottom line was he told me that he came in for that specific reason, that she was meant to learn about this particular Lyme disease in particular. And she had, by the time I talked to her, already had learned a lot of um, natural remedies for Lyme disease. She had learned the clinical and more traditional medicines. She learned so much about Lyme disease. She was giving talks in her area at local stores, at local venues. She really became an, a specialist, uh, so to speak, and uh, writing about it as well. And it was the direction that, you know, she still had everything, her day job and whatnot, but this was a real sense of purpose for her that mm. he went on that journey with her with. It was just the coolest wow. thing. Um, that is amazing. So sometimes, yeah. yeah, sometimes illness it can be that as well. But, and I, and the other thing, I just want to tell you, okay. Yeah. No, go tell me some more. Well, I was going to tell you just a, a funny story because we had talked initially about people, animals not coming in randomly. And I'll tell you just a quick story. I mentioned that I was a pet sitter. And many, many years ago, I had a family that moved into town and um, wanted to set up me for pet sitting. And I went, they had a puppy, like nine months old, and they had an older dog. And I set them up and, you know, on and on. And it turned out we didn't end up doing business. Either they didn't go away or whatever, but that was my only meeting with them. And fast forward months and months later, I'm at a meeting. My son was a swimmer, and I sat on the board of directors of a swim club. And one of the other board members came in, and he said, he knew what I did for a living. And he said, oh, I, I need your help. My daughter's going to be 13, and she really wants a dog, and we've never had a dog. We don't want a dog. We've never wanted a dog, and he went on and on. But she's relentless, and I'm tired of saying no. So I came up with this plan, and I thought, oh, a plan. Like, what could go wrong with that, you know? <laughs> and so he said, we're going to the swim meet next week, and I've told her if she hits this time, and he gave me the time for the 100 freestyle, then she can, we'll get her a dog. And everybody at the board meeting said, are you crazy? She's going to beat the time. And he said, no, it's not impossible, but it's almost impossible. She's never come close to this time. So fast forward the, you know, the next uh, week we go to the swim meet and it's her event. She hops up on the block. All the parents know because it's a big joke that she's going to beat this time. All the kids are cheering her on. I see his face. He's timing where all the people are timing on the floor. And he's giving her a nod like, you can do it. But he's looking like I can tell. He's smirking like, I've got this covered. I won't be the bad guy. So she goes off the block. She swims crazy to the end. And she flips her turn, you know, does a flip turn. And typically when you go out that fast, you come back slow. You've expended all your energy. And so he's thinking he has it covered. And she continues at that pace. And she blows through the number that he gave her. And now the parents are stamping their feet on the floor and all the kids are jumping up and down and he's shell shocked. <laughs> so at the end of the event, he came over and he said, Oh my God, I have, I, I have to do it because I, I told her that. And can you help me? And I said, yes, this is a Sunday. Two days later, that couple that I didn't do business with months earlier right. called me and they said, listen, uh, this puppy, I can't have this puppy in the house, my three-year-old, it's, you know, not good. They, they weren't yeah. necessarily getting along. I'm gonna have to 
give her to um, a sanctuary unless you can come and get her. I know you, what you do for a living, can you, can you find a home? So I took her and made sure she was not nippy, which she was not. And I thought at the time, because I wasn't communicating that with animals that way, I thought, how funny is that? You know, it just happened to work out like all my fosters. <laughs> and I called this guy, and long and short of it is um, she ended up, she was a little Maltese, and she ended up with that family. But the funniest of all was years wow. later when I did study animal communication, I remembered I would see him in town. He'd be maybe going into the bank, and he'd have the dog in the car. Or I'd drive past the street, and he's walking the dog. And I remember laughing because his daughter was a teenager, right? She's not in the house. Mm-hmm. She's out in the boat. Um, and I realized that dog wasn't coming in for his daughter. That dog was his buddy. Oh, my goodness. He He got, oh, my golly. So I have a, a yeah. woman, Susan, who wrote in. I just want to get this in real quick before we, before we get out of time. Susan wrote in yep. and asked, my dog gets very nervous and nibbles on sheets. What is he trying to say? Nibbles on sheets, like bed yeah, sheets. Yeah, bed sheets, yeah. It, it's hard to say. What I would say to Susan is to check how Susan's feeling. The first thing I tell anybody is when you see a, a behavior from an animal, check to see how you are feeling. Check to see what is happening around you at the time because animals are sensitive to energy. And sometimes this dog may be mirroring if Susan has some anxiety going on or if there's something energetically that may be off in the house, that's uncomfortable mm-hmm. in some way, the dog may be reacting to it. Right, um, right, right. If Susan is calm and peaceful and it's taking, let's say Susan's at her desk and the dog's on the, you know, wherever, and the dog's on the, on the bed and she notices this and she has to keep getting up from work, is the issue that the dog is saying, Susan, put your work down. You know, right. maybe that's the only way Susan puts her work down is to go and visit the dog. And so the dog is taking her away from it. So we just really need to look at our own situation at the time something else is happening. All right. Um, so, do, because, so don't just focus on the one behavior. Step back and look at the whole picture. That's great, great advice. So we're going to go on a break. We'll come back. We'll we'll talk a little bit about it. I wonder if, if dogs, you know, when our animals have past lives or stuff like that. And um, we our shows, again, are recorded. Um, on This show is being recorded right now, so you can get a hold of them. Um, you can go to boldbravemedia.com, look under Angelscapes. Um, at two, um, I have everything is under my little page. Or you go and tune in radio or iHeartRadio or Spotify. I want to remind you that you can read more um, about me on angelscapes.net. You can also read um, my book, Divine Love Affair and Akashic Journey, or go to angelscapes.net and even schedule some time with me. Same thing with Ginger Hendry, gingerhendry.com, and um, schedule some time with her, and we'll be right back. This is Angelscapes, and I am your host, Nancy Smith. Have you ever felt like no one is listening or you're not getting the honest attention you deserve? Do you even know the kind of attention you want or need? You are not alone. Alice Aspen March is here to help. Thanks to Alice, through her epiphany and research over the word attention, there are solutions to the attention dilemma. Worldwide audiences have been enthralled and engaged for over 40 years with her visionary and pioneering observations. The kind of attention we get and give is vital to improving our lives and society. Alice and her weekly guests review game-changing insights for transforming and improving our understanding of attention, providing techniques for creating healthier and 
empowering behavior. Get a new perspective on a mainstream word. Tune into Why Our Attention Matters for fresh and thought-provoking conversations every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern on BoldBraveMedia.com and the TuneIn Radio app. Escape from Hell, A Woman's Story is a passionate book that tells the true story of author Rhonda Knudsen's journey through the darkness and adversity of abuse. The book takes readers on an emotional trail from the depths of despair to the heights of forgiveness and understanding. She was inspired to help others, and her book is a vital tool through this process. Faithful to God and devotional to her beacon of hope, Rhonda Knudsen is a perfect example of finding a guiding light that helped her come through the dark and into the light. Her book can assist you in overcoming your challenges with abuse. The publication of Escape from Hell, A Woman's Story is a triumphant achievement and it can help you take ownership of your own experience of abuse and come through stronger than before. Rhonda is currently working on two more books, Shadows of Corruption and Coast to Coast on a Piece of Toast. To read more about this inspiring author and purchase her books, visit RhondaKnutson.com or go to www.amazon.com. Welcome back. This is Angelscapes. I'm your host, Nancy Smith. Um, and, and I want to remind you that we are taking calls. This is the last half hour, so so don't hesitate anymore. Um, you can call in at 866-451-1451. And uh, so, Ginger, let's talk about um, this question I've been wondering about. Um, um, do dogs have, or do dogs or pets or animals have past lives? You know, I've seen a couple of movies and... So tell me a story about that. What What is your... Um... I've had people ask that in a reading, but more what they would ask is, um, is my animal that has passed, will they be reincarnated and, and come back to me in this lifetime, is typically what somebody might ask um, me. And out of the times that I've asked an animal, me personally, I've never found an animal that said, yes, I'm going to come back and work with this person, I'll, I'll come back as a dog again or a cat again or whatever. What I have heard is that an animal will tell me that they may have already been with this person before oh, or okay. that they have always been with that person, which leads me to believe when the person comes into different lives, that animal will come in um, to that life at, at some time. Um, so I haven't found the reincarnation piece in this lifetime. Uh, other animal communicators may have you know, found something different, okay. but... Um, so, yeah, I do think that there are more than one life, much like us. Yeah. So so we're talking a lot right now with you and me with this show. It's just animals as helpers or teachers or guides or way showers. And, um, and I think it's really interesting because you had the one dog that was teaching, that was so sick, was teaching the woman, I think, compassion is what I took away from there. And um, yep. what do you suppose... Um, I know there's a whole lot of talk on animal totems or if you see a wild animal, it means something in your life, especially if you see one repeatedly. Um, what do you think the, um, the, the animals that are not pets have to tell us? I think that they tell us maybe things on a more broad um, case. I, I'll tell you that I live, I moved, I downsized from a house to a condo. And after I moved to this condo, I was sort of reshifting my business priorities as well. And one day I pulled out and I came around to the front, you know, but my uh, garage is in the back. I pulled around front to go out and literally on my light lamp post. Now I live on the top of a hill. So and it were two miles of conservation land behind me. So 
loads and loads of like forest and trees. And he is perched on my light pole in Whoa. my the front of my condo, like a fit like a lamp filial <laughs> on the top of a lamp. Yeah. And I stopped to take a picture and I didn't connect with him at that time. I thought, how strange is that? There's a hundred and something condos here. He's in front of mine. And I felt like it was a male um, that was in front of mine. But I was I was scheduled for an appointment and I that I had to go to. So um, later on that day, I came back and I was actually on the phone with my brother in my fun room in the back of my house, which is all windows, and I can see that conservation land. And as I'm talking to him, I see the tip of a wing and one foot on my uh, a um, cathedral ceiling, like over it's all glass at the very top. I can see the tip of the wing and the foot up to the very top of my roof. Wow! And I know it's a hawk because it's that speckled brown and creamy yep. speckled. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm like, why is that hawk on my roof? And as I'm talking to him, he leaned over and looked in my window, like upside down, like his feet were holding him on the, on the roof. <laughs> and I was stunned. We were looking at each other and he went back up and I couldn't, my brother was in the middle of telling me something. So I didn't interrupt him in like 10, 15 seconds later, he leans down again, this like dead in the eye. And um, now I'm saying, like, I got to hang up. <laughs> I got to hang up. And then he took off. And so I connected with him. And I, I looked up Hawk Energy, which, you know, Hawk Energy says that um, we should be looking at a situation from a higher perspective. Like, don't oh. get mired down. Look at it. And I, that's where I was. I was trying to revamp everything. Um, and um, I said to him, you know, is that what you were trying to tell me? Because I, I recognize that from like Stephen Farmer. I don't know if you're yeah, Stephen yeah, Farmer, but he's written books. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And so he said, yes, that that's where I needed to be. But he said to me, you like you and I are the same. We're alike. We're strong and resilient. And you need to recognize that. You need to remember that. And oh. I felt so connected to this animal that was obviously a wild animal. Um, it, it was unbelievable. And for probably two weeks after, I saw different hawks. It wasn't the same hawk um, in and around my property, like it might be up in a tree or as I was walking my dog swing overhead. Um, and it was it was sort of the feeling that I have you back. You, you got this. You can do this. Um, oh. It was unbelievable. It's lovely. Wow. Oh my yeah. gosh, I have I have so many hawk stories to tell. Maybe you could help me sort it out. But um, we're going to take a, a quick break again. It's too fast, but um, again, your last chance callers, 866-451-1451. And, you know, if, you, if you're not sure you want to ask me something, you can always find me on Facebook, Nancy at Angelscapes, and just... Just send me a little text, you know, a little message, or or just put something on my page, and and I'll well I'll ask it online. That Susan was great. That was a great idea. Um, so we're, anyway, we're going to go on a break. I have to stop talking now. This is Angelscapes, and I am your host, Nancy Smith. What if there were a super tiny device that could diagnose the brain and is smaller than a single human hair? What if you could see inside the brain to help an epilepsy patient during surgery or to help the fight against Parkinson's disease? 
Dr. Patricia Broderick is proud to announce the Broderick Probe, a biomedical and electronic breakthrough. Imagine a probe to help with the understanding and potential cure of brain-related diseases. To learn more, listen live to the Easy Sense Radio Show with host Dr. Broderick. Wednesdays, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Bold Brave Media Network and TuneIn Radio. And to help support the Broderick Foundation, please go to EasySense.com and learn how, with your help, we can fight these horrific brain disorders. That's EasySense.com to learn more and help support the Broderick Foundation. America is out of control. Today's capitalism and the approach to money is in fact the symptom of a more widespread pattern of excessive behavior. In his book, The Culture of Excess, How America Lost Self-Control and Why We Need to Redefine Success, clinical psychologist Dr. Jay Slosar portrays an America where excess fuels the drive to succeed. Dr. Slosar examines the cultural factors that lead to excess ranging from obesity to fraud to pervasive budget deficits. His book examines the powerful economic and social factors and their impact on our psychological well-being. Dr. Slosar explores the psychological impact of increasing narcissism, perfectionism, self-destruction, and our identity confusion. He offers recommendations for helping Generation Me become Generation We. Those who resist Slosar's message will want to avoid his discussion of regulation and his recent message that at this point, democracy must be more important than today's capitalism. Get his book now online or by visiting thecultureofexcess.com. And welcome back. We're coming to you live. Right now, um, from Bold Brave Media, Global Network, and TuneIn Radio, this is Angelscapes, and I'm your host, Nancy Smith, and we're talking about animal communication and also the purpose, the life purpose of animals. Um, so let's ginger with Ginger Henry from gingerhenry.com. Uh, so Ginger, let's. Uh, oh, I supposed to tell check to you a little bit about psychicwives.com um, as well. As, uh, let's do a little bit of talk about your podcast, Psychic Wives. Psychic Wives, and we have been lucky enough to have you, Nancy, as a guest, which we really enjoyed. Um, it is, I do the podcast with another animal communicator who's also a medium and, and intuitive, and we really wanted to do a podcast on covering sort of all types of different intuitive, we'll say, modalities, um, anything that have, has anything to do with um, really empowering people, because every, I feel like every different modality that's what everything's about right to be like animal communication to be the best you that you can be to empower you to to step into whatever that space is that you need to do and so we've had wonderful guests guests from you know you came to talk with us about um akashic records we've talked about um, mediumship animal communication we've even done tidying up your house with clutter free uh, skills with with a professional um, organizer. Anything that really is helpful to anybody um, to move themselves forward. Oh, lovely! Yeah, they, I, I love being on the show. I've been listening to it. It's very informative, very casual, and it's a lot of fun because there's a banter that goes around. There's like usually three of you just bantering back and forth, and there's so much information that just sneaks right out before you even know. It's out of your mouth. There it is, and uh, so. I love it's, it. Yeah, it is. It's so funny. Much, you know, like when you're interviewing somebody, you know, to, to do this show, you forget that you have listeners. I mean, you, you, you're trying to do that for an audience, but you kind of forget. So you just, you get swept up in, oh, this is so cool. And how does this work? And how did you know that? And, 
Um, so I hope that does come across to people. It is great, great. Speaking of Akashic Records, now you've done a little, you're one of my, you're a student in one of my Akashic journey. Yep. Um, and you also have t- um, worked on some Akashic work in your soul. Um, what did you call it? Uh, yeah. Your soul profile. Soul profile. Yeah, sorry, I couldn't remember that. I'm so sorry. But um, let's, so your animal communicator, you've been in the Akashic Records what is your sense of animals and Akashic records? Because I, I just know that if I, I could open Akashic records of some animal and get a ton of information. So uh, talk, what, what's your sense of that? I, I, think, I think that they are as important to us as, as soul beings as we talk about the masters, angels. Um, I, I really see them at that same level they are and have chosen to come in to work with us but let's say that my belief is that animal has already mastered unconditional love which is why we're here right our whole purpose is to um learn that to uh, to be able to give unconditional love to feel unconditional love that's how we evolve and whatnot and and an animal really has contracted with us to come in and give us what we need um to help us learn that and they're just unbelievable oh, yeah, yeah. as facilitators. So, I love, you know, I've never heard it said in that direction because I've, I've heard it many, many times saying that from the, I think it was the Hindu tradition where it's like you start out as the lower beings and work up until you're a human, which is the higher being. But I love what you're saying, that, that they're actually coming in from the angelic realm with unconditional love. Yep. Um, so I, I think that the, is absolutely um, what I believe. The feel for me in talking to you about animal communication is the myth busting is that we are the owners of the pets. They are our property. And, and you're really saying, no, that's not true. Um, no. It just, we just yeah, it does them. feel that way. And I yeah. laugh sometimes when I connect with an animal and I get that feeling from an animal that a lot of times I'll, I'll say to somebody that I'm reading, this animal doesn't feel like, uh, let's say, a parent-child or a caretaker, you know, cared for. It's more a friend or a nanny or um, a benevolent being who's helping you um, from a different yeah, level um, because yeah, they see us, yeah. you know, who we really are. Right. Yeah, right. I this really weird thing happened um, was kind of like I really didn't see the animal, but I was I felt like I was seeing a lot of different wild things around me just that were coming my way. And, and um, then one time, um, like, like, I can't. I saw turkeys, and then I saw uh, something—a picture of something that was a, a wild. Oh yeah, I was seeing a lot of lions and tigers and um, things like that. And then one day, I have this ring, this phone called a ring, and it's networked to all the other. Um, it's not a phone; it's a doorbell called ring, and it's networked to all the other doorbells mm-hmm. in all the neighborhoods. And it sent me a little alert that that a couple miles from me there was this bobcat, and it sent a picture of the bobcat on. Um, on the um, networking, so I just clicked on it, and there was this bobcat two miles away on somebody's ring video, and I thought I was so compelled with that as a huge animal, thinking that that's near me, and and then I was seeing it, and I thought, well, that was the third sighting of a wild animal, in particular the cat family, that came to me, yep. not in real life. So I thought I haven't figured it out, like you do with the hawk went, but I haven't. What do you say? What do you, what would you do with that? Well, what it feels like to me when you're saying it, the feeling that I get is that that is sort of the, let's say the animal kingdom, um, sort of approaching you to say you're connected here. Like when you, when, and I'm, and I'm taking your class and I know you because you've done, re, you know, readings to me before. 
is that you are in, let's say, in the Akashic Records or you're in the higher realms and whatnot. Those p- pictures of, of things and uh, wild animals and whatnot make me feel like they're saying, Nancy, you're grounded here too. You're part of this oh. too. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, yeah. you're part, part of this feet on the ground around you as well. Like you have that at your, um, not disposal, but that, that you can draw from as well. Does that make sense? It yeah, feels more yeah. physical grounded to me um, than, than maybe being up in the records. I always think of the records as being higher realm. Um, and yeah, these animals yeah. being, he, he, we're right here with you. Right there with us, yeah, There's yeah, power in that. yeah, 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 right? yeah. yeah they, oh gosh, there is. You know, I went for, you know, just before we had to stay home a lot, and I wasn't driving so much. But when I was driving a lot, it's like at least every other day, a hawk would dive bomb my car, like right come and swoop mm-hmm. right in front of my windshield. And I always think hawk is a messenger, you know. And I thought, well, there's just some message work yep. for me to do. But I loved what you said about the hawk saying, take. Take your problem and look at it from a higher viewpoint. Um, yep. um, that kind of thing. So I, why would a hawk dive bomb my car every time I was driving? Well, really to get your yeah to get your attention, right? I mean, one of the times I was walking my dog, um, it was there was snow on the ground, but just a light, so that you couldn't see the grass. It was white, but not heavy snow. And this thing caught my eye, and I looked over, and there was a tree that like a small tree limb that was on the ground, and the hawk was standing on the tree limb. And he was no waving kidding. his wings up and down. He wasn't moving. Wow. He did it to catch my attention. Wow. And when I looked over, he, we just stared at each other. I was walking Shelly. And when I turned to come back, it was time to come back on my walk. He, he flew with me. He flew back wow. to my condo. He sat up in a tree next to it and just waited for me to go in the house. Again, I got your back. I'm here. Um, you know, you're connected to all of this. You have the strength and resiliency to do this, to, to be connected. It was a powerful feeling. Powerful. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. So we're going to take another quick break. And um, this is um, Angelscapes. I'm your host, Nancy Smith. And, and uh, we'll be right back. Master of words, powerful player. What life-changing words can Dr. Janet Smith-Warfield pull out of her magical toolbox that just might mysteriously open a door you never knew was there? A door to free yourself from fear forever. Transform your rage into right action. Release your guilt. Position you into a life of freedom, purpose, passion, power, and peace. All quite suddenly, unexpectedly, and almost miraculously, with no effort on your part. Join Dr. Janet every Monday at noon Eastern on Dancing with Words, Dancing with Wisdom on the BBM Global Network as she and her guests show you how words map our experiences, immersing you in a sound bath that relaxes your muscles, opens your mind, and supports you in co-creating your extraordinary life. Tune into It's All About You with host Dr. Martha Latz, a lively weekly broadcast on BBM Global Network, one of the most empowering shows for time-starved, overscheduled multitaskers. The professional expertise of Dr. Latz is directly available live every Thursday at 1 p.m. to answer and address concerns about relationships, life transitions of career, meeting, dating, and committed relationships. It's All About You with Dr. Latz will expand your understanding of current 
concerns across your relationships by broadening and expanding possible solutions in developing skills for mutually desired outcomes. Dr. Martha's expertise is as a licensed marriage and family therapist, life, transition coach, and all things to do with communication at work, home, and with friends. Check out her website at auniquetherapycenter.com. And welcome back. We're coming to you from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio and iHeartRadio. This is Angel Scapes, and I'm your host, Nancy Smith. And we're on the last segment of the show, Animal Communications. And um, what are you kind of signs? We had said, geez, you know, we didn't leave enough time. Maybe we could talk about signs more at the next show. But little tiny signs that you could get from animals. And I was thinking of um, little tiny signs from chipmunks or squirrels or the, or the big, you know, um, I was telling you about turkeys are everywhere in my neighborhood right now. Yeah. Or deer. Or deer who never come. But what do you, what do you, do you think they're telling us something when they show up? Yes, I do. And I'll tell you one, two quick stories. But one is I, I did a little bit of work, um, animal communication over at Ironstone Farm in Andover. Um, this was years ago. And we were doing some animal communication with horses, which are fabulous. I hope we, in another time we can talk about horses. But, um, and these three miniature donkeys showed up. And they were like the, the main donkey, the miniature donkey, was like the Shrek donkey. I kid you yeah. not. Sort of bouncing by me, catching my eye. I really felt like he was almost, I know how crazy this is sound, but like flirting with me. And <laughs> I got lovely. so, I loved it. And he kept getting close. He was circling me, kept getting closer and whatnot. Um, and it made me so happy. I mean, I, I, I was laughing. I was engaged. And. Then we, we sort of disconnected. He went off where he was. He actually walked me up to the paddock because I was going to read a horse, mm-hmm. and then, then he left. Um, and at the end of the day, I realized what message he had given me. I was working long hours. Um, animal communication was a passion of mine, but I was in, uh, let's say, my day job. And that was the most fun I had in a really long time because my life was busy. I had younger kids and I was running everywhere. There was really not a lot of time for me. And in that one, probably 10 or 15 minute period of time, he, they lifted me up. I mean, I, I felt joy for the first time in a while. And that's, oh, I think, what the message nice. was. We are yeah. supposed to have fun. You need to have fun. Um, and I think I got the same message I, right outside of my kitchen window. I have a beautiful, tall bush, a shrub. And things live in it. Like I'll be getting, I'll open the refrigerator and I can look out the window and I might see chipmunks chasing each other or squirrels chasing each other. Or one time I saw a squirrel literally hanging off the tree, hanging off the bush by his feet. And he was yelling. I could hear him like (laughs) at a chipmunk. And the chipmunk went under my front stairs and he like, he he, he was almost shaking his fist at him. So he must've had words of some sort, but it made me laugh. And oh I my thought, goodness. I think it's for my entertainment. It was like watching a <laughs> TV show out my front window. So, the, I, yes, mm. I do think that um, animals in every way, shape, or form um, are trying to connect with us, literally trying to connect with us all the time. Right. They are there nice. to connect oh, with us. Oh, nice. Oh, that's lovely, lovely, lovely story. Um, I just want to remind people to get in touch with you um you're on facebook ginger t and hendry so, and um you're also do you have a, a page where else on I facebook do. Are you? Um, ginger hendry ginger hendry intuitive is my facebook page ginger um, hendry intuitive. and then i'm okay. on instagram same thing too yeah ginger hendry okay, underscore so intuitive on on instagram 
And then yeah. gingerhendry.com. So p- please, everyone, contact Ginger. You know, look look up what she, look her up and um, and spend some time with her. She has some great things to offer. You could also want to remind you, you could find me on um Nancy of Angelscapes on Facebook, and I have a Facebook group called Soul Power Living, Tools to Create the Life You Want and Love. And I'm going to remind you that all these shows, whether you're live or you want to listen to the, um, the, the recorded ones, are all about soul power living. They're all about using your intuition and, and just seeing life from a, that hawk's eye, that, that bigger perspective. Um, so you can look me up on iHeartRadio. You can look me up at boldbravemedia.com shows or angelscapes. And um, I just want to thank you again, Ginger, for coming on. I can't wait till you're oh, coming back again. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's been wonderful. I always have so much fun with you here. So I love it. Uh, yeah. So again, look up gingerhendry.com and don't be afraid to, to listen to some previous shows on um, iHeartRadio <laughs> or anything like that. So for now, um, I want to you guys stay safe, stay healthy, and I bid you discover your soul, find your power, and live a joyful and fulfilled life. And go outside in nature and let it talk to you. So good night. Yes, thank you, Nancy. <laughs> thank you, Ginger. This has been Angelscapes with host Nancy Smith. Tune in each week as Nancy discusses ideas, tips, and lessons to help you open to receive divine love, joy, and soul power in your life. You can discover the powerful being you really are right here on Nancy Smith's Angelscapes. been listening to the bbm global network the ideas views and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas views and opinions of the bbm global network company